Hi, this is Jackie Russo, and I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks for coming in and listening. I hope you enjoy it and learn something from it. If it's your first time, please be sure to subscribe so you can keep getting it. You can subscribe through iTunes or through the razorbranding.org website and just put it right into your RSS feed. If you'd like to hit me up for more information, you can find me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Hi, this is Jackie Russo with Razor Branding Blog, and today we're going to talk about the super exciting, always fascinating topic of sales processes or processy. Um, at the end of the day, you really need a sales process to keep everything moving forward. If you don't, you're going to get busy, which is great. Your, your sales process, whatever it might be, is going to work up to a point. You're going to get sales, and then you're going to get so busy managing those that it, you're going to find yourself in this peak and valley situation and it's not going to work for you very well. So you want to have a sales process to keep your sales team always moving forward so they don't get caught up in managing the accounts, in taking care of the clients. They can just go focus on the next sale. Obviously, this is primarily for B2B companies. However, I find that having this mentality and and putting these processes in place can also be very important for a B2C. So it really does have some application across the board. So that's what we're going to talk about today are the six steps to creating a sales process that really works. You want to follow these six steps to implement a sales process that's going to invigorate your brand. So whether you're the CEO of a startup and you're looking to just kind of begin spreading your wings and getting out there, or you're the leader of a solid brand looking to shake things up, the sales process is crucial to having a healthy relationship with your target audience. It's necessary to build your brand because you want that target audience to think of you and um, consider you and have a fond connection or fond emotional reaction towards you. So it's important. You want to have some guidance for yourself and your sales team that's going to keep all members active and working towards the same goal. These six steps will ensure that your sales process is really working to build your brand. So the first thing you want is early customer outreach. So that's number one. You want to start early and try often. Even if you're a startup that does not have a dedicated workspace yet. So you're a brand new little bitty baby. Or you're a brand that's thinking of launching a new service. So you're going to spread your wings and try something new you haven't done before. You start reaching out to gauge your market. You want to spend some time picking up the phone, calling potential customers to get a feel how to best communicate with them. You want to hit social media and put the word out there to say, hey, would you be interested in this? How do you feel about this? Do you buy this product or service from somebody else now? You want to put out a survey. You want to try a little focus group. At the end of the day, you want to reach out to customers to say, yo, how do you feel about this? Trust me, a little market research goes a long way. Pro tip, you want to be flexible. You know not everybody's going to have time for a phone call, so you want to find other ways to connect with them, whether it's email or text or through social media. You want to get to know their opinions and their thoughts. These early communications can really help you know what your customers are up against and how you can help solve their problems and whether the product or service that you're entertaining has an application in your customers' lives. You may even notice that you need to tweak your products or services before you go to market. 
this research can be invaluable to telling you, oh yeah, this is going to be a great idea, but only if we do it that way. As a leader of your brand, you should take the reins on these early calls and then hand it off to your sales team. Number two, qualifying criteria. Not everybody's going to need you. No one is perfect for every audience. You want to be targeted. You want to find your niche. It'll make you rich. One of my favorite sayings. So because not everybody's going to need you, you don't want to waste your time on the people who aren't a good fit. That first no is great. The more no's you can go through are fantastic because it helps you narrow down and figure out where the yeses are. Establish qualifying criteria for your customers. As you start to hear no's, you should be able to figure out how they all have something in common that lends to the no. Then when you start to hear the yeses, you can start to figure out what their common criteria is. So then you can focus more on the commonalities of the yes. That way your team has an idea of who already needs the help. So you want to consider things like, does your product solve some of their issues? Does it save them money? Does it save them time? Is your service in their budget? Are they using one of your competitors? How fast can they make a buying decision? Once qualifying criteria has been established, you can reach out to an example customer, somebody that meets as many of those criteria as possible. And you may see that it works, which is great, or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, go back and tweak the criteria. Expand it, narrow it, figure out where that sweet spot is. This should always be a developing process. Number three, you want to create a short sales script. Now, a good sales script is never written in stone. Otherwise, you end up sounding like one of those telemarketers that says, why, thank you for taking my call today, Matthew. So, Matthew, how do you feel about XYZ, Matthew? It's a conversation. It should help guide a customer through a sales process from start to finish while showing them the value of your product or service. They are busy. You are intruding on them. So, keep that in mind. Don't waste their time with nonsense. Don't suck up the life of the call with idle chit chat and small talk. Read the room, figure out where you think their interest lies and head straight to that point. If they have an interest in developing a relationship and getting to know you, great, do that. If they have an interest in you getting to the point, get there and quick. Make sure they don't feel like you're a robot <laughs> and you want to make sure that you give all the informed information that they need. So a good sales script and really more than a script, it's like a guideline for the conversation should include an introduction, some qualifying questions, a walkthrough of features, pricing, and next steps and asking for a meeting. There should also be a section that helps you manage customer expectations and objections, as well as a way to proceed to the next steps. Pro tip. All good sales scripts start with a knowledgeable staff. So your team needs to really know the ins and outs of the product or service that they're selling. The more they know, the more effective the sales process is going to be. If they get stumped on some basic questions, then they're going to blow the trust factor and they're not going to make any progress. So you need to make sure they're as informed as possible. You want to check out the pros and cons of using a sales script. Um, and so we've got a link if you go to the podcast to help you do that. And there's also an outline to creating an effective one. So if you get off the podcast and go to the blog, um, the blog will have links to these things that you can read and learn more um, or just skip it and continue on with the podcast now. Number four, you want to set periodic goals. 
all team members should have an expectation from the outset. How many deals are you expecting the team to close in a given time? After that's established, ask yourself what they need to accomplish that goal. This should take the form of some hard figures. For example, how many calls will it take to lead to a sale? Three, five, 25. How many leads translate into a closed deal? 15, 30. How many emails, etc.? The answer is different for every industry, every company, every geography, times of year. So you have to find your own answers and then share your expectations with your staff. And you need to be realistic. After you've established the base numbers through trial and error, then you could plan to raise your sales goals by 10% each year. You don't want to be expecting too much growth too fast because the rest of your operation may not be able to handle it. Implementation. A sale doesn't end with the close. Your sales staff really needs to be able to hand off to the support team and integrate your new customer into the fold. As you develop your sales process, be sure to be in constant communication with the other brand members. Be sure to be in constant communication with your other team members to understand how customers are doing. Number six, you want to grow and improve. So once the sales process is in place, that doesn't mean it's final. It should never be final. It should always be evolving. As your company grows and expands, so will your sales process. Don't settle for it's working. Make sure you're looking for ways to improve. Involve your team and constantly check in to see where improvements can be made. Once you have established a process, it's a good idea to do a trial run. Walk through a simulated sales process. You know, role-playing, practice. It's fun, it's acting. It gives everyone in the team a chance to give feedback. You wanna start with finding a lead and end with closing the deal and handing the customer off to the support team. Find work colleagues who understand the challenges of being a customer in a brand new industry and try out your entire pitch. Pick people who are really gonna pick on you. Don't get somebody who just loves everything you do, like your mom. Make it somebody who's tough on you and really put yourself through the motions and through the exercise to determine where the challenges are going to be and overcome those challenges ahead of time. With a sales process, practice will make perfect. Doing a few trial runs will help you t your team identify any issues with the process and course correct before finding real leads. Thanks for listening to Raise Your Branding Podcast. I hope that you have found something of interest. I hope this has helped you. I hope that you will be able to use some of this information to improve your sales process. And if not, I hope it was just a good way to kill a few minutes on a weekday. So uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe. And I literally beg of you, go to iTunes and give us five stars. We need those ratings to stay at the top of the list. Share on social media and let your friends and coworkers and colleagues know if you've enjoyed the podcast and maybe they'll subscribe and listen too. As always, if you have questions or disagreements or want to suggest future topics, go to razorbranding.org. Thanks so much. See you next week.